I'm Sandy. And I'm Amy. We're two women taking on life's questions as posed by our listeners. In this podcast, we're channeling over 10 decades of life experience to tackle the probing questions and issues by first recognizing the real and life situations. While we also pursue the ideal in the conversations. Thanks for joining us. And if you like our podcast, please share, rate, review so others can listen in. Now to our conversation. Good morning. It's so nice to be back. We, our topic today is take me away. So Sandy, have you been away recently? I have been away recently, Amy. Quite exciting. Mine isn't quite as exciting as yours, but you know what? I guess it's all in the eyes of the beholder, right? Totally. I saw uh, your post on your trip and I was like, wow, you like had a good trip. So yeah, I think it's all in perspective. And so where'd you go? Excitement. Tell me about where you went. Okay, so where I went, and it's again back to perspective and even how times have changed and we get so excited about travel. So uh, one of the big pluses about moving to Durango, Colorado was that it's the first time in my life that I can actually drive to my parents who live in Kingman, Arizona. And so I drove what is mapped as a seven hour trip to my parents in Kingman. And just to give everyone a visual, uh, Durango, Colorado is in the Southwest corner and you actually drive through four corners. There is, I, I tell you two minutes that I'm in New Mexico. I actually don't go in Utah. If I would go, I, I could get out of my car and be in Utah. Then you're in Arizona, drive through Flagstaff and then take the interstate as though you're you know, right by the Southern of uh, Grand Canyon. And then you get to Kingman. So, it was a road trip, took the dog with me, filled the car up with everything that I thought would be that I was going to do. You know, that's the other benefit of getting in a vehicle is, yeah. I mean, we were loaded. Dog <laughs> was comfortable. I brought his toys because he had a dog friend to play with, my brother's dog. So I spent nine days in Arizona. So how about you, Amy? And we, our trips were at the same time. We're going to go time. back. I, got which, back, I just got back recently. Yeah, coincidence, complete coincidence, I think, that we traveled the same way. Right. <laughs> but, um, we did Hawaii, which was a little bit different. You know, one suitcase going to Hawaii, we couldn't load up a car with right. stuff. And, um, and it was lovely. Like, it's the first time we've done a big trip since December of 2019. And, uh, so yeah, it was nice. It was nice to be warm. It was freezing cold in Omaha while we were Right, on. you picked the and, perfect time. And what was the weather like in Hawaii? Help me out with oh, the seasonality or are they level like California? What, what's their level like California? Cause we right. did a little research on it. Cause we're like, is it always like this? And yes, right. it's always like that. It was probably 74 to 80 degrees every day. I don't even know if it got up to 80. It was just lovely. What a plus, I mean, uh, again, where being in, now, now keep in mind what's funny, and I'll get into this with my story as we talk about how travel has changed or how we look at things differently. Um, but people hear Arizona and they think, oh, you're going to somewhere warm. North, think Flagstaff, they ski. Flagstaff is like or Durango, very similar in climate. And where my parents are, they usually get a dusting and they wear winter coats. You know, they're 
12 degrees cooler than Phoenix to 15. Um, so you, I was very happy to be in Arizona comparatively to what they were having in the Midwest. But yeah, our timing was good. Even in Durango, my husband, uh, my stepson was here or is still here for break, uh, President's Day, and they were chasing snow to ski. So it was actually win-win. I was in Arizona with my parents. Again, you know, we wore jackets and I put a hat on sometimes when I went running, uh, uh -huh. but they were chasing snow and they got some snow, but we didn't have the, it's 20 below zero. I mean, my son was at work and, you know, their heat went out in the morning. You heard that all the time. Yeah. And then poor yeah. Texas, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I have some friends in Texas and they had pipe issues and just, my brother's there. yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about vacation. What was joyful about your vacation? Spending time with family. And we've talked about this a lot, but yeah. being in person, real hugs. You know, our big thing was uh, my mom has accumulated t-shirts from my kids to make memory quilts. Mm -hmm. And my mom, and I'm gonna use uh, Clifton Strengths. Uh, she is an executor. She is a achiever, which is execution. She likes to get things done. She has lists. It was bugging her over all these years and it would bug her more and more as my boys get older. And she's doing this for all of her grandkids, but that those t-shirts were sitting in her closet. And oh, yeah. we, I said, we're just gonna knock this out. We're gonna get this done. So we had sewing machines going uh, every night. So what, what my travel looked like or what my vacation looked like was I would work in the morning. I would go over to my mom and dad's. My brother has a house right by my mom and dad's. So my brother, Matt lives there, mom and dad. I would walk over to their house and mom and I would work all day. Um, the thing we learned from this, from our last trip is rather than worrying a lot, we really wanted to get the quilt done. So they would, my parents would follow their routine for dinner. And then I'd go back over to my brother's and he'd be home from work. He'd have his workout done. And we had this routine that I go grab dinner, Chipotle, Subway, whatever. And then every night my brother and I watched a film streams movie on oh, and actually the Manhattan, which was what we did when we lived in Omaha together. And that yeah. was our routine. This went for nine days and we got the quilt done. We had another project we wanted to do with uh, mailing some family China to uh, for a, a, a bridal gift for my mom's niece, my cousin, and we started our Google photo project. So we felt really good and my mom wanted that, check the box, it was beautiful. And then I tell you too, Amy, there's so many memories between going through the t-shirts, right? Calling the kids, having them, you know, sending them screenshots and having them say, oh, I love that t-shirt. Or the other one is things that I loved that for t-shirts that they're like, I don't even remember that. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and the funny with that is I had saved all their Kingswood baseball t-shirts. And I was doing a group text saying, whose team is this? Whose team is that? And I was going to make them each a pillow, like my added special thing. And yeah. finally they, they had no clue. And they said, ask dad, we don't even know what teams we played for. And I got to thinking, I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, their memories that are special to them are their memories. And just because I saved these t-shirts, so I cut them for rags for my mom and it's all good. They're going to get their quilts. Right. So 
That's good. But yeah, it's That's all good. And our commonality was you spent time with your mom too. So we both, even though our trips were very different, they were very much the same because we, and my mom has gotten, I think you said your mom, did she get both shots or one? My parents have gotten she's one. one. Yeah, she's had one. She's getting her second soon. Like so is my parents. So we're yeah. on the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so how about your trip? What did your routine look like? What did it look like? Well, we did a morning walk. Well, first we sat on the balcony and had coffee. <laughs> that was like the, because our time zones were so different. We were up pretty early and we would watch the sunrise from the balcony and listen to the waves and drink our coffee, which was just lovely. Then we would usually go for our morning walk. And then every day was different from that point. But what was joyful, like I loved number one, walking in the warm air again, like that, I was just like, I forget how much I've missed that. That piece is because I do not like cold weather. And so I typically don't go outside to walk when it's cold. Amy, there's a reason I run the dog in the winter. I run the dog in the winter instead of walking because it's brutal walking. I might as well get it over with and run. Right. (laughs) I feel you. That's exactly how I feel. So the morning walks were lovely. Uh, But what I enjoyed was the time just having the nine days to have organic conversations like because when we talk on the phone and we facetime a lot of times we're very intentional about you know communicating and what we the things we have to share yeah exactly the highlights or the you know this it's like very quick and then but this nine days even with my husband like because even the two of us are more intentional when we're talking at home, but that nine days just opened it up to where we had nine full days of just having conversations about anything. And it was, um, it was lovely. It was good. I think it's, that was probably the most joyful piece of it was just all the conversations. And, you know, I got to see whales, I got to see sea turtles. I got to go walk through a lava tunnel which I've oh. never done that. I know I was pretty excited. We went on a little tour and we had a local guide and he took us um, off, off road, I would say. And where there was a lookout, we hiked across the street and down a hill and under, went underneath the road through a lava, lava flow tunnel and ended oh. out like on the rocks. And it was so cool. <laughs> it's like, and what okay. was he driving? Was he in a Jeep? No, we were walking. We were hiking. You were walking. You were hiking. So yeah. guided hiking. Nice. Yes. So we were hiking and then he took us up on a point and that's when we saw a lot of whales. And I'm just going to say doing a, having a local guide show you stuff and talk about stuff is um, my favorite thing when I travel. Because a lot of times what you read is what they have scripted and a local person will, like he took us to a dive to eat lunch. Like I never would have stopped at the place, but it was great. And then, you know, he just told us the stories. He took us on hikes that I never would have done without someone showing me the way. So I have a question for you because there's one thing, you know, we talked about this before we left on vacation and we said, you know, let's call this, uh, take me away, right? No. Did I say it exactly right? Take me. It's a song. Take me away. Take yeah, me away. Take 
Take me away. The difference in Algon. Take, take me away. Oh yes, it's a commercial. It's not a song. <laughs> right. Come, come sail away. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah. Come sail away. I'm not going to sing though. Yeah. But, but post COVID and post, we're getting up to that year of being in some form of quarantine, different level. You know, uh, I've got the color levels down for Durango, Colorado, but. I would love to hear your feelings. You know, one general takeaway I had after this trip is two things, intentionality and being completely chill. So when you talked about organic conversation, I am so much better and I, I really do attribute it to COVID and thoughtfully thinking about my time uh, that when I was with my mom in the afternoon, I wasn't checking my phone. I didn't bring my computer. When I was done with work, I was done. And I was very bucky. That would not have been me at any point in my life before, whether it be my kids, work. I was constantly checking in. I am very much a better person for being able to walk away and yeah. say that what is important is this time. I cherish that time and I'm very intentional about it. And I don't know if I've ever been that intentional. And I'll say, Amy, you're coming about <clears throat> organic conversations. I talked, I've talked in the podcast before about how my parents did this leap of faith when they moved from little Rems in Iowa to Kingman, Arizona in 1986. Do you know that we were doing small talk <clears throat> working on the quilt? And I think I brought up one of my friends in book club that's from Rems. And I said, I think her sister or her mom bought the house and I'm naming what street it's on. And mom's like, oh, your dad and I looked at that house when we were trying to decide if we were going to downsize in Remsen before the opportunity came up from Kingman. And she told me this whole story about how they were looking at houses and how there actually was a serendipity where uh, they were visiting my grandpa in the hospital and a relative's husband asked to buy my dad's barbershop and his business. Amy, I never knew the story. I had never heard the story in my life. Yeah. And it, you know, I think she assumed, but I was busy. I was young and busy with life. And I was probably more concerned about myself because I was what, 19 years old. And right. here I am 53. This was a story from 1986, but it was that intentionality of just sitting there and talking about without a plan, like your point in not the pointed FaceTime. I'm going to go through my list of catch up. What are you eating for dinner? What's your weather like? How are you feeling? Did you get your immunization? It's this other stuff. Right. So right. What, what, what did you feel differently from this trip post-COVID? Um, I will say that is a really good point. I had my, um, well, number one, I was reading a hardback book. Okay. okay. So that is a different feel for me because I'm usually doing digital. I'm usually on my iPad reading. And so I was able to put my iPad away. I didn't see notifications. Um, I, there was some obsession about the weather in Omaha right. on, my, on my husband's part. He has, we were flipping through his photos last night and he has screenshots of all the photo, of all the temperatures in Omaha. And I was very thankful to be able to look away and just not, I'm like, I don't care what the weather is in Omaha. I'm like, I'm taking I'm, what I have. Everybody's safe. Like I would check everybody doing okay <clears throat> because we left it alone. Right. And um, everybody was fine. I'm like, okay, I can go about my day and just focus. And you know what? I found myself being alone some, which was really nice and staring out at the water, looking for whales. That was kind of my time just to think 
and I had my binoculars and my mom was probably in reading her book or whatever. And, you know, everybody was kind of doing their own thing, but I could just sit on the balcony and watch for whales. And, um, I did that probably an hour every day, <laughs> just sitting out there by myself, which was a little meditative. I don't take that time in the normal. Right. <clears throat> and I just, just to sit there with the intention to look for whales, but knowing that you probably might see one if you're lucky. And so you, I could have sat there a whole hour and not seen any, and I was fine with that. It was just lovely. I have a, I have a positive COVID reflection, okay? I believe that women of our age, okay, maybe men too, but I'm, I'm feeling it a lot with my friends that are, and some are a little bit older, some are a little bit younger, COVID, has been a great lesson in how to become a good empty nester. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. back to that, I'm telling you, uh, and maybe it's taken COVID for me to get off the hamster wheel. Really, it has. And to do things like you say, looking at the waves, I'm like, Sandy Lane being my, my husband will come and he's like, oh my gosh, you're just perfectly content with he and I. You know, I have friendships, but I'm, my level has gone from a 10 down to being able to meditate and being able to take the twos to the fives. And COVID has kind of forced me into that. And I never would have believed I could do that, but it's been a, it's it, the positive I think is it's been, it's forced us to, to, to be able to grasp life differently rather than jumping on something new. Yeah. It keeps us yeah. busy. And to be okay with it. And to be and okay to, with it. Just be like, there's no other options. Might as well sit here and enjoy the time. <laughs> yeah, multitasking has not become, a, is not a priority anymore. You know, yeah. it's yeah. filling. Yeah. It's, it, that's a positive, you know, another positive I would say is I chill. I'll use the word chill so much more. So one, one thing that happened on my way to Arizona, I think when I said it's supposed to be a seven hour trip, Zeke and I took off in the morning. Well, guess what happened when we got to Flagstaff? As we're driving into Flagstaff, I have gale force winds with rain that's coming sideways, rain that, that I literally had to pull up over to the side of the road and then drive 20 miles an hour with everybody else with our blinkers on because you couldn't see anything. Well, that turned into a blizzard. As I'm going through Flagstaff, I get on Interstate 40. Guess what happens? They close the interstate. I oh. end up three hours between being completely stopped because the interstate was closed, you know, some on my left, semi in front of me, a car actually, nobody got hurt, but a pickup truck hit a side rail and came in between me and the car. It was really bad, like wow. really yeah. bad. But once we stopped and it was, I had plenty of gas, I'd turn the car on and off, me and Zeke, I had packed a little bit of food and I was chill the whole time, you know? I actually did a text message. My, my girlfriends from high school were entertaining me. I watched a little bit of Netflix. I kept my parents up to date. And you know, things like that would have bugged us or like anxiety or I was just chill. And then once I was on the road, when I got there, I was happy that I was safe. But I think my chill out level has become more dominant than it was in the past because I'm not chasing after the next thing or I should be multitasking and what a waste of time and I need to be there. Yeah. There's no urgency, right? That's good, right. good for you. That's like what, that's like a life goal. 
And then when I got there, it was like, I was happy I got there and you know, you, you just go with the flow and nobody yeah. was hurt. Cause it was bad weather. You know, once we started moving and I told Garrett about the truck, he's like, oh my gosh. And yeah, you know, scary. trying to make decisions, but you know, we all got there, but chill. And you talk about watching the waves, you know? It's, yes. That was lovely. So what was difficult about traveling at this time? Like aside from the snowstorm, like were that, did you have difficulties? You know, um, one thing that was really interesting, and I, I, I did this drive before, so I've already noticed this. When you go through the Four Corners, you go through Navajo Nation, huge Navajo. It goes on for about two hours. Amy, they're completely shut down. Um, the only, even their drive-throughs for like their McDonald's is closed. It's bad. And so it was a reminder of how there's a different cultures, there's different, not everybody's out of the dark and not, nobody is as far as a nation, even though things are getting better. You can get gas, you can't go inside. They have porta potties, you know, for the gas. So what was, and I knew that this time, because last time, you know, again, we used the porta potty because who would have thought you can't have a McDonald's, even a drive-through this time. Yeah. And that, and a lot of signs saying, stay home. It was a big reminder of, uh, how COVID is not over and yeah. how there are places where um, not just my inconvenience that I can't get a coffee or, you know, a hot pie from McDonald's or have a bathroom, but, but there are many people that are, are living in this at a very high level and it's very serious. Um, so I tell you, that was my big negative thing. How about you? I'm going to say the same thing. Like Hawaii is they are so cautious right now and they are, they're just opening up. I, you know, um, we had to register, they have a site and we had to register, we had to submit testing. And if you don't get your test in before you leave on your last flight, you're in a 10 day quarantine and you can't get out of it. So they're super strict and we had several locations that we had to log into our site to show them that we had passed all the protocol. So we had to do that two or three really? times on the trip. <laughs> yeah, so they're being really careful. So what was difficult is if you have any sense of urgency or if you're like, uh, if, it's, if this bothers you, all of this stuff, then um, I wouldn't travel. That's what I, I feel like telling everyone, don't go to Hawaii. If you're laid back and chill and you're like, okay, so I need to log into this place, to this site so I can get in, or I'm, I'm not going to go in what's, you know, and just roll with the punches, then you'll be fine. But if, um, if you get frustrated easily about this stuff, then I wouldn't travel to Hawaii because mm -hmm. like, and the ice cream parlor at the bottom of the store uh, on our at our resort was <laughs> lovely and there was a lady there and we were chatting with her and she's you know at 30 percent. she said she's running at 30 percent right now wow which is um pretty low so going on you know traveling has been joyful difficult and even there were some puzzling moments i'm sure <laughs> Like us logging into those sites all the time. I was like, oh my gosh, because they gave us a QR code right. and to show that we had completed everything. So they should have 
they could have scanned the QR code, but they had us log in to show everything. So it wasn't, it was interesting. The other puzzling thing, just really quick, is how when you're in different cities, you get used to what your city has, like mask yeah. mandates, what the rule, you just get in that groove. And then right. you go to a different city, a different state, and they're completely different. And it's almost mind blowing, you know, yeah. like, oh my gosh, you have a mask on because you're so used to everything as a mask on. And right. it's just, you know, adapting to different rules by city and by state is uh, uh, complex too. Yeah, right. And going through airports and being on an airplane for seven hours with your mask on is just it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a long time. I'm not used to being in a mask that long. So anyway, it, but I'll just say it was worth it. I'm yeah, not yeah. going to complain at all. All right. So does absence make the heart grow stronger? So you, I'm just going to say you and Garrett were separated for this trip because you went by yourself. I was with my husband. So, um, so what do you think? Definitely. Now it really helped that he had his son and they were kind of doing their own little boondoggling, right? At the same time, but especially towards the end, and I had the dog with me, you know, so they were missing the dog and, uh, <laughs> but we're so used to being together. Um, I got to tell you, I have a huge desire to get back to normal and have it be back to me and Garrett and the dog, you know, our new normal, which I've really enjoyed, uh, part of that calm and that empty nesting together that we've kind of got our little routine that we like. Yeah. How about yeah. you? <clears throat> yeah. You know, I think it does. Um, we missed one of our girl's birthdays because we were over there. She turned 22. And so that I knew when I scheduled it and I'll tell you what, we travel a lot on her birthday. So I feel kind of bad. <laughs> it's like, it's a February itch. And I'm like, she's like, you guys always go fun places on my birthday. So for you, um, yeah. And I always blamed it on my sister because that was when my sister had her winter break. And so we would all plan a trip together, but it wasn't my sister's fault this time. It was all me. So I couldn't blame her. Um, but, at, you know, we had dinner with her last night because it, to celebrate her birthday right. and um, <clears throat> just being around the kids again, I was like, oh, I've missed them and they're funny and they're nice kids. And so I think absence and my dogs, you know, my dogs were very happy to see me when I walked oh, in. Oh, no squirrels, right? Yeah, no squirrels. <laughs> but, but it was like this overjoy. And I was like, oh, I just love dogs because they have that unconditional, right. oh, I'm so happy to see you. I was thrilled to have my dog with me, by the way. That was, he had a buddy there, so he was happy. That's good. I'm That's still with awesome. you on the dogs and the husbands. Right, right, right. <laughs> you had your husband with, I had my dog yeah. with. and Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, final, let's see. What's the real in these situation and what's the ideal? All right, I'm going to say the real is COVID is still happening. And so it's we are not over this. There are states still locked down. There's going to be things closed. We came in, we ran into a lot of things still closed. And um, yes, so that's the real. Mm -hmm. And the, the ideal is memories, trips, time is special. The ideal is whatever it is, whether it's a road trip to your parents or a flight to Hawaii, 
make the most of it, enjoy the moments. And the ideal is to chill and be intentional in how you spend the time because you're going to see and experience wonder if you allow yourself to be open-minded and not be looking at your phone or multitasking or doing the next best thing. Right. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, Cherishing. So we had a discussion. I was on a call the other night and we had to talk about our most memorable trip. And this was Wednesday night and I just gotten back Tuesday night. So I was like, well, my most memorable trip is the one I just went on. And, and I was like, really that it was memorable because it's been so long since I've traveled. <clears throat> and because the, the girl that I was talking to, she's like, why was it so memorable? And I'm like, well, I've actually been to Hawaii before, but this one felt really special because we hadn't traveled in so long. Um, there was so much quiet time in this. We couldn't schedule every single day because there wasn't right. opportunity. So we were, it was very relaxing. So anyway, yeah, being well, very intentional. All right. So the wrap question today is what's your next big trip or big thing happening? I will let you know. And here's why my friend Christy, and I love my friend Christy, um, we, <laughs> Christy's from Omaha. Christy and her husband, Tom, travel. You know, there's some people you travel really well with. Garrett and I, uh, they came to visit us in Boise and we went up and we did whitewater rafting and spent time up in uh, a little bit Northern Idaho. And we've talked about, you know, now their kids are about the same age as our kids of doing more together. We have a Zoom call tomorrow night because they have all kinds of, they, we all like to hike. They have all kinds of ideas about going down to Brazil and overseas. And we're all like dying to just talk about it. I, I, the Zoom meeting that I sent to them for this happy hour tomorrow to discuss what we're going to do. I think I called it adventure, adventure dreaming, um, happy hour or something. So to nice. be announced, Amy, but to be that we're going to start discussing tomorrow and just discussing sounds just exciting. How about That's you? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting here. I don't have anything big, like big trips planned. I think this was kind of our, we'll, we'll wait and see how this all wraps up soon. Um, the next big thing is probably graduation, like Trevor's graduating. Right. You still have yeah. And Taylor's graduating from college. So I've got two that I'm just kind of, um, you know, they're trying to figure out prom for the kids, what they're going to going to do and I volunteer for after prom so that's kind of my next big thing on May 1st is like trying to figure all that out and help and it's probably timely Amy because the reality is like even when we're planning this we're probably a ways out you know and you yeah. you and Tom then can have your big empty nester trip when things are maybe opened up more right I know yeah yeah I mean probably it was good timing for us to do this and just so you know I guess what I should say is I've made the commitment to myself that I really want to go do this with, go see my parents every couple of months. So this needs to be, there's another quilt to be had. There's much more to do. So Good. The, we're talking about the big trip. That's going to be in a while, but I, I will be back on the road to my parents. Yeah. So one thing I am going to share really quick because we're kind of running out of time. I did find an article that supported on why you should take vacations and there's hidden benefits I'm just going to tell everyone, get, take a vacation. I, you know, there's so many benefits. There's health benefits. There's 
um, benefits about delegating stuff that you do all the time. And when you go away, someone else has to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Is it like work and stuff like that? So it, it empowers people to take over, you know, I just think of the things that Trevor learned while we were gone. We had someone staying with him, but he really stepped up. Oh, because the power went off and he had to go through the house and he had to fix all the clocks. And I'm like, well, there's a thing for you. (laughs) Anyway, it was kind of, he's like, yeah, I had to figure out how to set all the clocks again. I'm like, all right, well, good job. (laughs) Anyway, there's tons of benefits to traveling. So that's it for today. Okay. Thank you for the conversation. I'm glad you had a safe trip. You too. And we will post pictures. How about that? And the article, we'll post both. Okay. Sounds good. Bye-bye.